Hi, I'm Alex. I'm James. And I've got the wrong script up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Dan. And we're the Ragamuffins, and we love live music, so we want to know what makes the perfect gig. Each episode, we'll invite a guest to tell us which four bands would make up their dream gig. Today, we're talking to our friend and Ragamuffin member, Abby. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very pleased to be here. Lovely. So, just to start it off, do you remember the first gig you went to? I want to say no, because... (laughs) Is it embarrassing? Because it's an embarrassing one. It was with my mum, first off. I'm going to lay that on the table. And we went to see the Scissor Sisters. That's not not bad. (laughs) They were really good. I'm not disputing that, but it wouldn't be my dream first gig. do Do you remember much of it? So, I don't remember any of the act but i do remember the couple in front that were having the best time and i do remember the lady next to them had to ask them to calm down oh really they were they were very excited to be there and i don't think the scissor sisters had even come out at that point onto stage (laughs) so this was like the support act and they were just they were were just having a great time i think there was something else you don't often ask people at a metal gig to calm down very much so to start off with a scissors scissors, i know i'm just i'm just comparing it to to our usual kind of your crowds we see environment yeah it was it was like a little old woman a few seats down and she leant across and she was like you need to calm down please (laughs) i was like oh Oh, wow so not remembering any part of the actual concert but just remembering that that's just key moments obviously we're gonna i'm guessing they were good because they got some bangers, but I don't remember any of it. I feel like I was like 12 at the time, maybe 12, 13. So if you listen to the Sisters then, do you remember when you first started to listen to heavy music or alternative music? Probably only a few years later. I was young, I'd say. Like early teens, definitely. What were the bands that like grabbed you straight away that you kind of like gravitated towards? Fall Out Boy were definitely a massive influence on my music taste. Um, they probably started it off, so it would have been Fall Out Boy and then bands like Fall Out Boy. And definitely like um, watching the Kerrang! music channel on TV yeah. and like the, you know, pop punk top 100. And then I just going get, through the literally list just get, yeah, all my music taste was from that. Okay. And I used to buy the magazine as well, I think. Or the posters. So... Without further ado, should we get on to this perfect gig of yours? Yeah, let's go. Who is the opening band? So, my opening band would be Blink One Eight Two. Opening, opening. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Why? What were you? No, just a big band to start with. They're all big bands. Not here. Cool. That's that's allowed. (laughs) You can swear. I can. Okay. I'm not here to fuck around. (laughs) (laughs) So, have you ever seen them live before? First no, which was a big reason that they're on this list. Um, I had a pretty much completely different list and then thought, oh, I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to have too many bands on there that I've already seen because I guess ideally there are bands that I haven't got the chance to yet that I would love to. So there would be other bands, but I'm thinking because oh, I've seen them already, I wouldn't put them on the list. You got a favourite Blink song? Possibly Story of a Lonely Guy or... To be fair, one of their newer albums, I really like the I Really Wish I Hated You single. Newer stuff, that's surprising. Because mm. I've not listened to any of it. No, I it's it was a bit hit and miss for me, not as much as their old stuff. But I never know if that's because the music isn't as good or it's because it doesn't have the nostalgia with it. 
obviously listening to like old Blink One Eight Two or old Fallout Boy and like or even old Panic at the Disco, it obviously holds something for you, doesn't it? Because you for listened to it and... when you were younger. So if you listen to their stuff now, I don't know if it doesn't hit as hard because of that. I don't, but maybe. Uh, would you have any like specifics for their set? Would you like them to like play older songs as opposed to newer songs, perhaps? Definitely, yeah, yeah. It would. Are there, be are there any songs stuff. that you would definitely want them to play? Obviously, like the big classics, all the small things. Um, What's my age again? Story of a Lonely Guy. Damn it, rock show. Yeah. All these yeah. kind of big tunes. Stereotypical ones, basically, but you got to do it. Would you want Tom to come back to play? Yes, obviously. We can make that happen. That's a good question. So it's looking a bit likely as well. Yeah. What is it about live music in general that you love the most that gets you? Go and see a live band. What are the best parts of it? So perhaps something about the atmosphere, about I guess being so. with other people. Stereotypically. Seeing your favourite songs live. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is that, like, it's like a bit of a transportation, isn't it? I think it just takes you somewhere. If it's the right band, if that makes sense. Like a different frame of mind when you see them yeah. like, in a really just good state. It just feels like something else. Yeah. Like you can't, like it's not, it's the surrealism, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I think like going to a lot of gigs, there's such like cathartic feeling you can get from it and mm. just so much like joy and happiness of just being in like a live music scenario that yeah. and I think is fantastic. It's weird because I could list you several things I don't like about going to see live music, but I, I still love doing it. Go for it. Let's hear some Go for it. Okay, so it's really sweaty, and I don't like other people sweating in my vicinity, especially when you don't know. Yep. I just, you know, like, oh, especially when you're in the moment, and then suddenly someone's pressed up against you, and they have to peel themselves off, and I'm like, oh. no. Um, people, in general, don't really like people. Not a fan. Um, crowds, not a fan. I guess that comes under people. <laughs> yeah. But despite this... People are trotting on my shoes. Oh, yeah. And then my shoes get ruined. Um, deciding whether to wear a jacket or not because it might be really cold outside. But then, you know, you're going to be really hot inside. Um, yeah. Stuff However, like though, you love but going to gigs. I still... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still go, so... Still go. That's fine. All the positives outweigh the negatives. Who's the second band on your bill, then? So... Following the mighty Blink-182. <laughs> would be... Eminem, Mr. Marshall wow. Mathers himself. I know, I know. Incredible. It's quite the genre swerve. Yeah, um, Eminem, his album was the first album I ever bought or owned, his current call album. Well, you ticked off well, a question let's, I was let's about cross to out our next question. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's great. Just jumping again. Yeah. Um, Do you and... remember when? How old you were? Oh, God. Uh, too young to own it, definitely. <laughs> um, but no, not specifically. Did your parents have to be with you to buy it, or? I don't think they knew that I'd got it. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know how I got it. I don't know how I got hold of it. Just somehow. Because I shouldn't have been able to, but I did. I remember having it. What are your memories of having that as like the first album you bought and you went to go and get? Just, just loving it. I just was blown away. I just thought this man was incredible. I was like, who is this man? I want to listen to everything he's ever written. And then obviously, like, I really liked his Eight Mile film. Was a big fan of that. I don't know, just a lot of love for him. And no matter what f music phases I go in and out of, he's always a constant. Like, since I've got Spotify, he's always in my top five every year, even though the other ones are quite interchangeable sometimes. Every year without fail. Always come back to Eminem. 
And he was like, <laughs> when I was younger, I used to sit and literally listen to it on repeat, like just continuously until I could rap all the songs. I mean, I've been no, I will not to, rap any for you. Right I was gonna say I've been witness to you, to you and Kieran together. Tonight. Sometimes we'll just oh, rattle off lyrics and just go straight through a song. It's not few drinks in us. Don't put Eminem on because I can't. It's we impressive. Can't help ourselves. It's very it's impressive. Not, I'll say that. <laughs> it's anything but impressive. It's concerning. So, what kind of songs would you want him to play? Like, if you're curating oh, this whole set list and you're picking and choosing, time in the world. is he gonna have a long set? Well, I mean, set? it's it's yeah. your perfect gig. You can make him play every song that he has guess, if you like. I guess. I mean, I there would be some I would be less fussed with hearing if I had to rank. But um, oh god, what would I want? I definitely want "Crazy in Love," which is one of his lesser known ones, but I really like um, "Business." Obviously, the real Slim Shady, "Lose Yourself," "Without Me." His definitely like his entire curtain call album, just yeah. great hits. That is a great album. Just straight yeah. start to finish, Without track one onwards. Just Without play it all through. Yeah, Do I you could wanna... possibly skip off "Fac." That never resonated mm. with me quite as well as the other ones did. Um, do you want to get on stage and sing the chorus of "Stan"? You can do that if you want. I mean, yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah, it's your gig. Do I have to ask him? I, no, if, we'll, we'll no, you're, tell you're him sort of out. Yeah. We'll, tell, oh, okay. we'll let him know. Yeah, if you could let him know, that'd be great. So, third band on the bill. Who is your subheadliner? My subheadliner would be Sleep Token. No surprises there. I had a feeling they'd sneak in there somewhere. Yeah, they're all right. I mean, they're all right is very much an understatement of your past four months ish of getting to know Sleep Token. I use the term less than six months because it sounds less psychotic than four months. Yeah, but if we're going to talk about it, we say less than six months because that's like an acceptable amount of time for what happened. Talk us through your sleep to- uh, sleep token journey then. Um, I really like them. Yep. Yep. Next man. Um, well, first tell them about Heavy Music Awards when you came with us to that. Yeah. So I'd I'd listened to I think Alkaline briefly. I have a bad habit of saying I'll prep myself for a gig and then not doing so. So it got to like twenty four hours before, and I was like, I should probably listen to some of the music because I didn't know any of them. Mm. So I hadn't properly listened to them. So I only recognised that maybe two songs, um, but they literally blew me away. I would, I can't even put into words. A band hasn't done that to me since I went to see Avenged for the, live for the first time. Mm-hmm. I think that was back in maybe 20, 2014, 2015. And the difference there is probably you'd probably already knew a lot of Avenged songs before you went to I see did. them. I did, yeah. They they were my favourite band at the time. I was obsessed with them. I loved them. I made my mum drive me all the way into London and then like take me in because obviously I was quite young and I was really scared because it was like my first heavy metal concert as well. But I loved them. They absolutely blew me away. They're everything I thought they would be and I wasn't disappointed, which obviously is a big worry when you're seeing a band that you, you're obsessed with. Um, and I haven't had that reaction to a band since we went to see Sleep Token and I didn't even know who they were. But I was absolutely just obliterated by them. Says a lot about their live show they put on as well. So then when we went to go and see them the second time at their own headline show, what are your like memories from that gig? Um I don't I don't even know. I remember it obviously. It was a bit of a blur though, wasn't it? It was a bit of a blur. And that's also the only time where I've got separated from people and I just didn't even care. I was so in the zone that I had no issues with the fact that I was on my own because that normally freaks me out. I get scared if I lose my mum in the supermarket. So (laughs) 
being like in I the mean don't we all yeah. I think that's <laughs> the most terrifying trauma that anyone can go like, through pacing down the aisles looking either way like mom but yeah I wasn't even remotely bothered by it and I just I just I, I have no words <laughs> and you can see vlog footage from these sleep token shows on our channel <laughs> professional are you so, using my gig to no self mm. no not the slightest yeah yeah Staying on with it though, you're in charge of this. They're your co-headliner. Yeah. What they're playing? Everything. Everything. Every song they've ever written. That's doable, to be fair. They've, yeah. They've not been not, around for too long. It's, what is it? Two. Two albums, two a few, albums, a few EPs. And then a few EPs. Yeah. And they don't talk between songs at all. So and he doesn't say anything. They'll just so get through just it quite quickly. Get on with yeah. it. I like that. No anymore. trouble. Easy. <laughs> no sweat. You haven't brought up my. Do I need to tell them about my Spotify? I mean, you can go for it. You've I brought it up now, so let's let's do it. Let's go. So let's talk about your Spotify then. Like like we said a minute ago, I'm going to say it again. Four months, not not within six Less months. Less than six months. It's been in the four since months I since saw we them saw them, them first time. First time. So as of September after that gig, what happened to your Spotify? Less than six months ago, <laughs> we saw them for the first time, and I didn't listen to another band for probably two months afterwards. Like not a single other song by anyone else and they jumped up to my third most listened to artist of all time in those two months and i've had spotify since like 2015 2016 so that's so in that the first two a, months but what happened after as we hit december and hit spotify wrapped and we saw overall all time for these about six seven years possibly where did they end up in your all time in four months in four months number one Number wow. one. So Fallout Boy and Eminem were at top. Um, and they crept into third. I would say fairly easily, but I listened to them obsessively. So, I mean, it was still quite aggressive. But it was a bit more of a crawl to number one. But they did it. And I, if if you're listening, Marshall, I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> yeah, he does listen. Oh, good. I he just want to apologize. It fan, wasn't yeah. on purpose. And I've listened to you a lot since. Just to try and make just up for it. Get that out there because I, f- I felt really bad, as if he would be personally insulted. Okay, so we've heard <clears throat> the first three bands that are coming on. This is yeah. your headliner, your big band. They are top of the bill. Who is it? You tell me. Have you guessed it yet? You've had it all you've, week. You've been dropping some hints throughout this episode so far. Have I? Yeah. Yeah. You've you've, you've dropped them, name dropped them at least once, maybe twice. Twice. Yeah. I've noticed twice. What? Who you're gonna guess? Yeah. yeah. Avenged. No. That's not my guess. Is oh, it not? No. Fallout Boy. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Those are my two guesses. <laughs> <laughs> no. Going back, I guess, I know I've seen Sleep Token Life. But... Wait, is it the Scissor Sisters? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it's it the old, two, is it's it those two, two old guys people? Two in front. front. <laughs> I'm an absolute whale of a time. No. Um, I Obviously, Avenged was originally on the list. And I thought, I've seen them before. I'd love to see them again. But... And I do listen to them, but not quite as much as I did back when I saw them. And I love Fallout Boy, but I have seen them. I'm going to see them again. So my headline act would be Gang of Youths, and I would only want them to play one song. One what? one song, then leave, yeah. or like one song over and over again, Ooh, or one song for an hour and a half. Is an excellent point. I would want them to play the one song at least. Four times. And what is the one song? It's called Achilles Come Down. That, that's your headline. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's four songs. 
I mean, no, to be fair, it's one song. One song. One song four times. At least four times until okay. they, until his voice hurts. I Is guess, this like probably. the six months thing? So four times means actually potentially a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I only listened to Sleep Token four times since. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Why? Yeah. Why just? The, why just the one song? I'm glad that that was as short yeah. as uh, I wanted it to be. Why? Ju- why just the one song then? I just wanted to throw you off. I've never even listened to it. <laughs> I'm joking. It is... I, I did see you listen to it on Spotify. Either. I can't remember if it was earlier today or yesterday. Probably both. I listened to it a lot. Four times. <laughs> At least four times. Less than six. It, um, it, don't know, it's just a weird one. It's, it's probably, to be brutally honest, the most beautiful song I've ever heard. I, it's just incredible. I think it's amazingly written. I think it's amazingly done. And it just, I don't know, it just makes me feel something. And a lot of things don't. So you got to, you know. <laughs> take what you, gotta take you, what you can get. you yeah. got to keep a tight hold on the things that do. Where did you first hear the song? Like, How long have you known of it for? And how long have you, like, you kind of like loved the song? I want to say I've only known about it for probably a year. If not slightly more, slightly less. But around that time. Um, and it was actually recommended because of a book I read. Okay. Um, I read a book and it was that was the only book that's ever made me cry. So obviously I've read it like four times. <laughs> at least four times. Less than um, six. Yeah. <laughs> at least four, less than six. Um, and it just, I mean, the book broke me. It took me like three to five business days to recover. I was <laughs> Not just four. a mess. <laughs> so less than I'm six. not going to be able to say the number four again after this. It's going to sound weird. Uh, yeah, and I just, and I loved it. And I can't remember... So was the song mentioned in the book? No, it or... was. It was just. It was said that if you liked the book, then this was a good song. Okay. To accompany it, like recommended, like sense. at the end of the book after the book's yeah, finished, it says, "Yeah, like, listen to this." So I listened to it and I was like, "Wow, what do you know? They were right." Wow, I'm stunned. Sorry. So after yeah. all that, we've got one song headlining. Yeah, it's a good song. Is it? Would you say it's your favourite song of all time? Then. Probably. That's fair. I enough. think so. Yeah, <clears throat> I think so. Okay, so we've we've got your perfect gig here. Then we you know have. we know who these four bands are. Where would you like the gig to be? So I've planned ahead, and I've got one that I don't think would be feasible, but I would be incredible, and then one that obviously would be possible. But this is your perfect gig. Anything's possible. I appreciate that. So my ultimate arena would be the Colosseum in Rome. Oh, shit. Yeah, we can make that happen. <laughs> that, I mean, you? yeah, the budget could probably stretch that, can't it? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Sponsoring you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, then. Wow, if that's allowed, I'll take that. Colosseum. The Colosseum. The Colosseum. Wow. I love that Ruben picked Madison Square Garden. We, like, yeah. we were like, the wow. Concert. Unbelievable. And now <laughs> we've got the Colosseum. Uh, that, that's one yeah. up, right? I've beat Ruby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We didn't, sorry, think, we'd, we didn't think we'd beat it. Someone's going to have to have yeah. bears on the moon in the next episode or something. The Coliseum would still be better. Sorry, Ruben. Oh, that's true. Get a better Okay, venue. well. But out of interest, what was the other venue? The O2 Academy in Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> Just easy I mean, access. Local. Yeah, literally. Upstairs or downstairs? It's nice. It's intimate. Um, I've only ever been downstairs, so. Oh. Would you want like a 10 p.m. curfew so you can go home and be in bed before midnight kind of thing? For everyone else. And then I want to be left on my own. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, one last time, Abby, read it back to us. Your perfect gig. It was Blink-182, Eminem, 
Sleep Token and Gang of Youths at the Colosseum in Rome. Happy with that? I think so. Took me enough stress to get it together, so you'd think I was planning the actual. <laughs> <laughs> you are a tour manager here. Anyway, thank you very much for coming down. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated. And hopefully there should be some more vlogs featuring you soon. Various gigs that we've got coming up. Um, go and check out Ruben's episode of Our Perfect Gig, previously on the channel. A few more of these coming out soon. Uh, like, subscribe, check out our monthly podcast, all our news reviews, and just general discussions about the industry. Can we have that cake now? Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's have, cake. Some cake. have some cake.